If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. PG&E cut electricity last night to 14,414 North Bay customers, including in Sonoma County. The utility moved forward with a massive power shutoff to minimize the threat of wildfires as there is winds coming across the North Bay. So affected customers in Lake Mendocino, Napa, and Sonoma counties all lost power around 6 p.m. last night. So if that was you, I'm so sorry. The shutoffs were the first from PG&E this year to address, you know, the wildfire risk, as Tanner was saying. And uh, the shutoffs are expected to last until tomorrow. Uh, so you might want to keep this link handy. Uh, PG&E.com slash address lookup whenever you need to check if your power is going to be shut off or when it's maybe coming back off. On. It's really important tool to use. Uh, and of course, you can call PG&E for more updates. I think everyone should have that link on you all the time. Have it bookmarked and ready to go because, you know, chances are this is going to happen again. Yeah, again, that's PG&E.com slash address lookup. The U.S. is going to recommend that people get a coronavirus vaccine booster shot eight months after their second shot. So this is specifically for people who received uh, the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine. The eight month time frame is based on research and it's looking at how the vaccines have held up over time and whether or not they can stand up to the Delta variant. The variant now accounts for nearly 100% of new COVID-19 cases in the United States. The seven-day average of COVID-19 cases has soared by 700% since the beginning of July. So if you're vaccinated, check your card and contact your primary care physician if you're due for a third dose of the coronavirus vaccine. All right. So yeah, check with your primary care physician, give them a call and see what you can do about that. But the Tennessee governor, Bill Lee, has officially declared August 18th, which is today, Charlie Daniels Day. Never went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. So the proclamation arrives ahead of the 2021 Volunteer Jam. Uh, it's a musical salute to Charlie Daniels' concert. Star-studded event happening today at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. So the first Volunteer Jam took place at War Memorial Auditorium in Nashville back in 1974. Of course, the Charlie Daniels Band performed at, you know, over 18 Volunteer Jams before we lost Charlie Daniels last year in July. Uh, so this year's Volunteer Jam is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to feature performances from an array of past and present country stars like Alabama, the Marshall Tucker Band, Chris Young, Randy Travis, Travis Tritt, Big and Rich, and so many more. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. In the country. On Froggy 92.9. Tools. What is the most important tool to have in your toolbox? Last night I was building a desk and I was using a screwdriver and I was screwing something in and my screwdriver snapped in half. And I kind of just had this moment where I went, you know, I am sick and tired of all these cheap tools that I have. I'm going to invest in some better tools that are going to actually last longer than a year. Sounds like you need a trip to Home Depot. I need like 20 trips to Home Depot. The pot. I, I honestly think I'm going to get rid of every single tool that I have. And I've spent a lot of money over the years over them, but they're just not lasting long. Hmm. And I'm getting incredibly frustrated. I feel like I just can't win because I want to put stuff together, but stuff keeps breaking 24-7. You know, my dad bought me like a little toolkit before I moved here. And it's been really great. It has? Yeah. Do we you use it all the time. Do you know the brand of it? 
Um, no, I don't know the brand okay. of it. I'm not actually sure where it's from, um, but it's red and it's like a little portable thing and it's so cute. Sounds like maybe a craftsman. I doubt it's craftsman. Okay. But okay. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely do love tools a lot, and I'm really looking forward to the day where I can get out of an apartment and into a house and have a garage full of them. But for the time being, I'm going to just build myself a brand new toolbox. Amber, would you suggest maybe getting one of those pre-made ones, kind of like what you have? I mean, yeah, I don't know much about tools, and I don't need tools as much as the average person does. Um, but, I mean, for starters, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you can get one at Lowe's. You can get one at Walmart. You can get one at Home Depot. I actually don't even know if there's Lowe's around here, but, you know. There's one a, in Runner Park. Oh, great. Yep. Okay. Well, go to Lowe's and Runner Park and get yeah. a little pre, pre-made pre one. I don't know. But my suggestion is to always have a hammer around. Yeah. Definitely. I uh, That's what I use. Love a good hammer. <laughs> that's something that you do want to spend a good amount of money on. Because I just, I'm at this point in my life where I'm tired of buying cheap stuff that I have to keep replacing. Yeah. And so uh, I'll get a hammer. Another thing on my list is obviously another screwdriver because I broke mine. Uh, oh, yeah. And there's so <laughs> many different types of screwdrivers. Overwhelming. It's like a flathead and a... The other one? Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, all that fun stuff. We asked you this on Facebook. What should be the first tool that I buy for my new toolbox? And Randy from Sebastopol said, a power drill. And don't buy a cheap one. It will save you so much time even when you are building IKEA furniture. That's smart. Thank you so much for that, Randy. And Stephanie from Windsor says, a level. No need for tools if your stuff isn't straight. And Mary from Santa Rosa said, my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Alex Rodriguez recently received $141 worth of chicken pizzas that he didn't order. So the person who ordered them claimed that his name was Ben Affleck. (laughs) A-F-F-L-E-C. Spelled incorrectly. I don't know whether it was spelled incorrectly on purpose probably not i mess it up every single dang time really funny that's really messed up Um, too (laughs) but i love this pizza prank and do you know anybody that had a prank that was pulled on them or maybe you on the phone right now is lindy from santa rosa yeah our senior prank uh we sent a couple of the guys sent our principal like 20 pizzas unpaid for he's like i didn't order any he goes can't take them back they're yours and he left <laughs> so the driver left. So yeah, the principal got stuck with twenty pizzas. He was like, "If anyone, if anyone doesn't speak up, all the seniors are getting in trouble." Wow. No one came forward, and he ended up just thinking about it and just laughing. I would just eat all the pizza. I share, you I, know. I think that is such a mean prank because you have to pay for all the pizzas. Like, what if the principal wasn't doing so hot financially that month? Well, I think maybe people are paying for the pizzas. They're just sending them all these pizzas. I certainly hope so. And not like, I mean, that's so many pieces of pizza to eat. I I just couldn't do it. I'd be so mad if they're like, yeah, will that be cash or credit when they came (laughs) to my house? I'd be like, I didn't order this. Yeah, luckily, uh, credit cards, you could do that online, but cash would be a nightmare. No one has that anymore, but uh, what's the best prank that's been pulled on maybe you or someone you know, Tanner? Well, speaking of pizza, I used to work at a pizza place called Little Caesars, and I closed on a school night, 
And so I was leaving the doors around 11 o'clock, came out to my car. All my doors were completely saran wrapped. Oh, my gosh. And I had to grab a pizza cutter inside and cut myself out. <laughs> Do you know who did it? I have no idea. No? To this day, nearly a decade later, I still don't know who saran wrapped my oh car. Oh, my gosh. So whoever it is, I'm coming for you. Um, We had this prank going around our office at my old job back in Georgia um, with rubber duckies for some reason. And I don't know where... My coworker got all of these rubber duckies, but I walked into my office one day and my entire office was covered in rubber duckies. <laughs> if you go to my Instagram right now and look at like radio highlights, there's a video of like hundreds of rubber duckies like all around my office. Yeah. And it's like, wh- what am I going to do with all of these? It's unnecessary. What's your Instagram so we can go find that? At Amber Henderson. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Has roadside construction ever messed up your life and your schedule? It's messing with mine right now because for the past four months, I have heard nothing but this. It is literally Mm, right outside my window. Every, you should yell at him. I want to so bad. Go but, Seahawks! <laughs> go Seahawks! Really distract him. <laughs> just really throw what? him. What? Just throw him off. You know, I I want to be understanding. Uh, they're just doing their jobs, and I totally respect that. But at the same time, Monday through Sunday, seven days a week from 8 to 8 is getting really exhausting. Being a construction worker or, you know, working for Department of Transportation, it's all like it's a thankless job, really. It really you're is. You're doing it and you're disturbing people's sleep and peace and I, I kind of feel bad now thinking about it for construction. Yeah. Uh, especially when you get a radio guy complaining about your job on the radio. <laughs> it's really but sad. I, you're not complaining about them, you're just complaining about the I'm, the noise yeah, and I'm, the situation at hand. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's nothing more relaxing than waking up on Saturday morning morning to a giant drill 15 feet from your window. I feel the same way when they mow my lawn. Ah, yeah, gosh. <laughs> it's so, 8 a.m. But this I morning, this morning, I absolutely reached my boiling point. Because there's a tricky parking situation at my apartment complex, I can't park on the street where I typically park until after 8 p.m. Well, I was asleep by then. And so I had to park four blocks away. I woke up this morning forgetting that I had to park four block blocks away because of the that happens. construction. So I literally had to sprint as fast as I could to my car this morning so I wasn't late for work. Oh, gosh. You made it, though. Barely. You were there. I guess it's my new workout regimen. <laughs> Maybe. Amber, what would you recommend for me to keep my cool during this time? Because the construction on this road outside my apartment is supposed to last until the end of the year. If it's a sleeping issue, get the white noise machine, turn on your TV. Yeah. As far as parking goes, I the only thing I can tell you is you're going to have to get up a little a, a little extra early. Yeah. And I know we already do, but I don't think there's anything you can do about it. Of course, I'm not a construction person. I don't know the situation. Maybe they move on in a couple of days and you can get to park like normal. Who knows? Uh, But what I do know is maybe I need to buy some running shoes and maybe some shorts so I can get a workout in on the way to my car every morning. Buy a sports bra while you're at it. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Carrie Underwood is feeling the heat. 
for liking a tweet. So she's facing extensive backlash on Twitter after liking an anti-mask tweet from conservative commentator and host of the Matt Walsh show, Matt Walsh. Um, John Rich from Big and Rich actually showed his support for Carrie by saying, Carrie Underwood can like whatever tweet she wants to. Who are they to shut her down or shout her out? Then he tweeted again late Tuesday afternoon. Watch out. She's a tough oaky gal. You see what's going on here? It's freedom of speech unless you disagree with a mob. And then he put hashtag Carrie take the wheel. So Matt Walsh actually wrote a series of tweets on the matter as soon as Carrie's name became trending on Twitter and online. He said, Carrie Underwood liked my video, and now the mob's coming for her. She should know better than to like something that other people don't like. It's an unforgivable sin. Okay, so I'm, I'm wearing my mask. I've been vaccinated. That's a personal choice of mine, and I have a lung condition, so this is important to me, and it's important for my health. Obviously, or maybe this is not something that's really important to Carrie Underwood, and that's fine. I mean, I don't know why people are surprised that she liked a certain tweet like this, and she's probably just chilling in her mansion right now in Nashville, not having to go anywhere, not necessarily having to wear a mask. But I actually don't know that. I have no idea what Carrie Underwood's up to right now. I should. But then again, what if she's not running her Twitter account? A lot of these musicians and actors and people who have publicists, they don't even run their own Twitter accounts. But what if she was on her Twitter? What if she was just mindlessly scrolling through and didn't know what she was hitting the like bucket button on? But got a message from Martha from Novato who just said, I deleted all of Carrie Underwood's songs from my Spotify and I'm not supporting this. Hashtag wear a mask. Brad from Windsor has a different opinion. He said, freedom of speech. She can like whatever she wants on Twitter. Her liking that tweet wasn't hurting anyone. But Katie from Roner Park says, Carrie Underwood being a god over science person is the least surprising thing I've actually heard today. Well, was it wrong of Carrie Underwood to like this post? Are you even surprised by all this? Want to hear your thoughts, so give us a call right now. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2021 is 44 wins and 49 losses. Ooh, okay. You were victorious on Monday. Are you feeling confident today? No. No? You're not? Oh, <laughs> let's, man. let's do it. All right, here's let's headline number one. <laughs> Michigan man sinks own boat trying to create a fishing hole in the floorboard. Mm, sounds like something I would do. Headline number two, man's handwriting was so bad that bank staff didn't know he was trying to rob them. Headline number three, man robs Tyler, Texas Whataburger, asked for a number three to go as well. Um, I think it's the handwriting was so bad they that they didn't know he was trying to rob him one. Well, the, the second one. It sounds like oh! a winning streak is oh! ensuing. Yeah! Are you feeling confident now? No. Still no? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you are now 45 and 49. That's your record on Headline in a Haystack. And here's the story. A 67-year-old man in England, his name is Alan, 
decided to get into the bank robbing business back in March. And his, <laughs> the bank robbing business. <laughs> and his first stop was a total bus. He handed over a note to the teller, uh, but they couldn't read his poor handwriting, so he left empty-handed. And the employees la- later huddle- huddled together and figured it out. It said, quote, your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the 10s and the 20s. Think about the customers. But they had no idea what it said, but it took them like 30 minutes to figure it out. Dumbest criminal in the game. Headline in a haystack. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. I don't know why a brewery took this survey about weddings, but they did. Green King Brewery revealed that 70% of couples only want their close family and friends to attend their wedding. And apparently the average number of wedding guests right now is 52. And before the before the pandemic happened, most weddings had 90 or more guests. 90 so, people are a lot of people. Well, uh, here, here we go. Okay, so Cole and I have a perspective wedding guest list. And right now we have like 150 plus people on that perspective guest list. 150 people? Yeah, it can't, that can't happen. You would have to we feed gotta all those people. We gotta reduce. We gotta <laughs> provide drinks for those people. That is just so expensive. But when we, <laughs> to, but when we start reducing uh, this guest list, I'm not sure what's going to happen or how many people we're going to end up with. So, I mean, there's a lot of pros and cons to having a big wedding, and there's a lot of pros and cons to having a small wedding. So what do you think personally for me, Tanner? Not for you, for me. What do you think? Well, I think for you, I think a big part of what you're going to run into is a lot of people are going to be flying in to your wedding. And so I think a lot of people will naturally filter out. Um, so I think for you, and I, uh, I think you got to keep it, maybe 150 is a little too much. Maybe cap it off to what the average was, 90 or more guests before the pandemic. I think that's a good number right there. 90? 90. Or 52? Uh, let's go 90. Let's have a party. Uh, let's go 90, he says. Let's go 90. Well, I asked about this on our Froggy Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. I want to know the pros and cons to having a small wedding, and a lot of people weighed in. Jackie from Pengrove says, We had about 50 people, and it was great. We got to see everyone and spend some time talking with them while also enjoying our day and not feeling the pressure to entertain everyone. Oh, I love that. Well, Kristen from Roner Park says we had a little over 100 people and planning it was such a headache and a pain in the butt. She said, I highly recommend a destination wedding. I would never, and I mean never, plan a wedding again. Woo! And Rasheen from Santa Rosa said, Our wedding included people we would have invited over for a wedding weekend barbecue. The people who were a part of our immediate circle of friends and family. We had about 40 people. It took the pressure uh, off to be anything other than just us celebrating. It was a beautiful day and a great party. I kind of want to go back to what Christian from Murder Park said. Um, She said, I would never, ever plan a wedding again. Christian, that worries me. I don't know if I want to do that. It's just planning a wedding, (laughs) honest to God, just seems like so much unnecessary stress. I mean, I do like what Rasheen said. Think about the people you would invite over for a weekend barbecue, and that's probably who you want there. Then again, I'd probably invite people over for a weekend barbecue that I don't even like. (laughs) Thankfully, right now you live in an apartment and don't have a backyard. That's true. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning.
morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today we're calling Brittany, and Brittany is about to move into a new home, or at least she's hoping to purchase that home with her husband. What if Barry told her that her husband and her mother-in-law didn't approve of the house they're buying? Hello? Brittany, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. How you doing today? Uh, okay, I think. And I wasn't expecting a call from an attorney. Well, what the situation is, is I am representing your husband and your mother-in-law because you guys are apparently about to buy a home in Roanoke Park. Uh, yeah? Why would they need a lawyer? Brittany, your husband and your mother-in-law have concluded that the home you like is inadequate for their needs. What? Inadequate how? Well, I'm just going to be frank with you, Brittany. Uh, they think the house is ugly. They think my house? I am so confused right now. Who are you even? Like, well, how dare you? And how dare they? My issue is the home that you've selected. And, well, it's not even my issue. It's your husband and your mother-in-law's issue. I, well, first of all, what does my mother-in-law get to have a vote in this at all? She's not paying the mortgage, all right? So let's just take her right out of the equation. Okay. I, we picked out a beautiful home in a in a pristine neighborhood. This is just ridiculous. I have a note from your husband and it says that my wife Brittany has lost her mind thinking this home is adequate. Uh, I think he's lost his mind thinking that this was a good way to talk to me about it. If he truly doesn't like the home we picked out, what he should have done was picked up the phone and called me. I mean, for heaven's sake, we share a bed at night. It doesn't even make any sense for him to do something like this. Oh, I, are you messing with me? Did he put you up to this? I don't, I don't know what you mean. What did you say your name was again? Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. So if I Google that, that's a real law firm. This isn't some nonsense or some prank call. I'm not getting set up right now. Have you ever heard of Froggy 92.9? You've been Martindale. <laughs> My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. <laughs> What is happening to my life right now? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. I need to know who was wrong in this situation. Love and marriage style. I (laughs) had a little bit of a spat with my fiance yesterday. Uh, He set a glass of water on top of our coffee table And then I watched him go move the coffee table, like shove it into place. And I was like, he's about to knock over that water. And as he shoved it, the water fell over and spilled everywhere. (laughs) So I started laughing because the whole situation was really funny. I was like, why did he do that? Mm -hmm. And like literally could not stop laughing. I'm still laughing about it now. I wasn't necessarily laughing at him. It was just like watching the whole thing happen was really funny to me. And he like looks up at me and he's like, can you not laugh right now? Oh my God. Seriously? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) come on. Why? And he was just like, I just don't like people laughing at me when I spill things. What? And I was like, that's not fair because you laugh at me all the time when I mess up. Yeah, people mess up. It's funny when people mess up. (laughs) 
Life is too <laughs> short. Especially for me, right? I, I love when people mess. I love when I mess up. It's yeah. great. Uh, what? Are you not supposed to laugh when you find something funny? Apparently that not. That seems pretty ridiculous and to like, me. It's funny because five minutes earlier, I had accidentally said, like, triangle squares. I was like, I'm cutting them into triangle squares. And I don't know why I said it, but it was an accident. He was like, huh, triangle squares? Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, it was funny. And I mean, then, was he having a bad day? Was he, like, moody? I asked him because we talked about this for at least 15 minutes. I was like, what is going on? Like, why is it not okay that I laugh at the water spilling? And he was just like, I already told you, like, I don't like it when you laugh when I spill things. And I was like, That's a specific I guess thing. I can respect that. Respect oh, that. Lord. But I'm really trying to understand why because, like, I... I just I literally could not stop laughing about it. And he's going to kill me for talking about this right now. But I just, I need to know what the situation is. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, if I spilled something and someone laughed at me, I wouldn't go, oh, you can't laugh at me for that. It do just you, seems ridiculous to me. I'm sorry. Do you know how often I spill things? Like, oh, I do. we had a challenge for me to stop spilling yeah. things on this radio station. Yeah. And I'm just like, it happens. It's, I guess, it's an accident. Like, it's can I not, like, look at things in a positive way? I guess for the sake of your relationship, maybe make a mental note to not laugh at him for spilling something. But I'm just going to be honest. It's, it's ridiculous. Am I picking my battles here? I don't know. What You call and make the call for me. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. When you take pets from two different households and merge them into one household, how do you get them to get along? Get along down the road. We got a long, long way to go. I have been living a nightmare. <laughs> no. Since Sunday. It cannot be that bad. I cannot. It is a lot. Um, my girlfriend moved in, and as you know, I have two cats. My girlfriend has one cat, and the cats absolutely hate each other. Like, hate each other. Oh, my gosh. I, we, it's, it's growling, it's hissing, it's constant fighting. Look at this mark on my arm. I got battle wounds even. Oh, no. And so it's just creating. We should take you to the hospital. I know. I need. Someone call 911. <laughs> we got to uh, go. go, guys. Um, so specifically, anytime her cat sees one of mine, it has a full-blown meltdown. And I'm just wondering, mm. you know, I've never had to do this before. What can I do to finally get some peace in my household? Because it is 24-7. You know, with dogs, you have to introduce them on neutral territory. Because dogs can get really territorial, um, especially if they're home and their person. So I don't know if you do that with cats. Yeah, I don't really do know I, that much about cats. Do I take them like outside in the car? I don't. <laughs> no, I don't know what I to don't do. Think so. <laughs> I think that with time, maybe they'll bond. You have to let them both know, hey, everything's okay. It's your friend. Yeah. I, I don't really know that much about. Cats. Yeah, I don't. Have you I'm, done I, any research? I, I've done some, and I haven't found any. Most Everything just says time, and that's fine, but I barely slept in the past four days, and I'm just, honest to God, getting really sick and tired of it. I just looked it up. It says it could take 8 to 12 months for eight to twelve for months? cats to develop new friendships with each other. Amber, what am I going to do? Oh, my gosh. But sometimes they never do. They never do? They never That's an option? become close friends. Oh, gosh. And they just avoid each other. So maybe that'll happen. Yeah. Maybe they won't be cool, but they'll be, like, 
<laughs> wait, 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 what's the word for it? Cordial. Yeah, well. Like they'll just like avoid each other. They got to learn how to be cordial because <laughs> I'm getting sick and tired of this. Mostly what people have been saying on our Facebook page is separate them in different rooms and grab things with their different scents and give it to them and then merge them together slowly but surely. This is a lot. <sighs> If you have any advice for Tanner, call us right now. 6361467. I just want the dang cats to get along. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Show now. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right, sounds good. Lori from Petaluma, do you want to talk some smack to Amber before she leaves the studio? Sure. Um, I'm going to win this, Amber. Ooh, you know, I don't hear enough confidence in your voice. Are you sure? I'm totally sure. <laughs> okay, there it is. There it is. <laughs> A four-pack of tickets to the Shoals Museum are on the line. Amber's out of the studio, and here's question number one. The Jacksonville Jaguars have released Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow played tight end for them, but what position did Team Tebow originally play in football? No, I know nothing about football. Okay, I'll so. give you. Uh, hey, that's cool. You can do a pass and you can move on. How about that? Okay. Okay. Here, how about this? Here's question number two. Carly Pierce says that she used to have a job cleaning Airbnbs. Which state is Carly Pierce from? Is it A. Oregon, B. Florida, or C. Kentucky? That is correct. You are one for five, Lori. Here's question number three. General Mills is selling Monster Mash cereal to celebrate the 50th anniversary of their Monster cereals. When Monster Mash cereal comes out, what holiday is it for? Uh, that is incorrect. Still one for five, Lori. Here's question number four. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are expecting a baby. Colin Jost hosts Weekend Update on which NBC variety show? I have no idea. Okay, so one for five. Here's question number five. Speaking of children, Kenny Chesney says that he wants to have children someday. Who does Kenny Chesney collaborate with on the song When the Sun Goes Down? Don't know that either. Okay, I'll give you next. I'll bring Amber back in. Amber, I'm thinking these ones must be hard today because Lori from Petaluma got one out of five. Okay. Everyone was saying the questions were too easy, so I made them a little hard. Let's see how you do. Great. Question number one. The Jacksonville Jaguars have released Tim Tebow. He played tight end for them, but what position did Tim Tebow originally play in football? Quarterback. That is correct. Amber, oh you're up gosh. one to zip. It's the only position I know. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah, here we go. Carly Pierce says that she used to have a job cleaning Airbnbs. Which state is Carly Pierce from? Is it A, Oregon, B, Florida, or C, Kentucky? I think she is from C, Kentucky. That is correct. Amber, you're up two to one. Here's question number three. General Mills is selling Monster Mash cereal to celebrate the 50th anniversary of their Monster cereals. When Monster Mash cereal comes out, what holiday is it for? Halloween. That is correct. Amber, you're up three to one. Ooh, that was a toughie, Tanner. <laughs> well, I got that one right. <laughs> Here's question number four. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are expecting a baby. Colin Jost hosts Weekend Update on which NBC variety show? Saturday Night Live. That is correct. Amber, you're up four to one. Here's question number five. Speaking of children, Kenny Chesney says that he wants to have children someday. Who does Kenny Chesney collaborate with on the song When the Sun Goes Down? Uncle Cracker? Perfect five out of five for Amber. Lori from Petaluma, you got one and a half. So sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That is okay. I learned. I did not know. Now you know Monster Mash cereal's coming out. 
But not only that, we are pleased to tell you that you won a four-pack of tickets to the, the Shoals Museum. Museum. Oh, oh, oh. I've never been Oh, awesome. It is, it is so fun. You're going to have such a blast. The Shoals Museum is celebrating 19 years on Saturday, August 21st from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tickets available now. Shoalsmuseum.org. But, Lori, you lost, my friend. We're so sorry. You have to say the phrase. And right here, Lori, can you say, I'm not smarter than Amber. I'm not smarter than Amber. We're going to the Shoals Museum 19th anniversary party thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner at the morning. Froggy 92.9. Tanner, as someone that is from the comedic arts, a comedian per se, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you are judged very harshly for your bad jokes as a man? I don't think it has to do with being a man at all. I think my jokes are just bad sometimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you were probably around other female comics, right? Absolutely, yeah. Do you think the men were judged more harshly than the women no, when they I, made a bad joke? Honestly, or? I think the women were judged more harshly for a bad joke rather than men. And I think that's wrong. And I think that's something our society needs to fix. Well, according to Yale University, prestigious institution, they have revealed that men are actually judged more harshly for their bad jokes than women are. That's interesting. I wonder wonder why. Uh, They say the majority of people judge the men more harshly when their jokes fail. The findings suggest that (laughs) that men are seen as self-serving when cracking jokes while women joke to create connections. You know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I I totally get this. Um, Honestly, I just think (laughs) it comes down to it just wasn't a funny joke. (laughs) You think so? I I think it doesn't have to do... You know, necessarily with people who make jokes like on the receiving end, like you're laugh harder because it's a man compared to a woman or vice versa. Yeah. I think it's because what you just said, men's jokes are are typically more self-serving. I can always tell when someone's like having a self-serving joke and I'm not talking about you necessarily. Oh, I do. I do it all the time. Is when they laugh at their own jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're just like dying. I mean, I'm laughing at that right now, yeah. but I mean, is it um, a coincidence that I laugh at my own jokes all the time? No, <laughs> I don't think so at all. But you know, I think that I fall into this a lot. I think that I don't laugh at jokes that I don't think are funny, and I don't think that's necessarily fair. I think I should always give people a fair chance at their jokes and not judge them so harshly. Yeah, I laugh at people's jokes all the time. <laughs> if it's I, not funny, even if it's not funny, if I don't laugh at someone's jokes. I, I feel awkward, and I just go, <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should start being more lenient on men when they tell us really bad jokes. I don't uh, know. I don't think so. I've oh, heard boo! some pretty bad jo- Just honestly, just <laughs> boo them. Say, shut up. Don't do it. <laughs> Woo! Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee. and Froggy 92.9.